Listener-supported KFUO, the messenger of good news. You're listening to the Midday Moments program. Thanks for being alongside with me today. I'm Gary Duncan. It's time now for our moment in creation with Pastor Warren Worth of Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Arnold. Hi, Pastor Worth. Hi, Gary. So today you want to talk about the Bethlehem Star, right? That's what we'll talk about as we are in the week in which we will be celebrating our Lord's Nativity. And some of our listeners may be all set to go to a planetarium and see the show that tells all about the Bethlehem Star and what it really was if it's explained by some natural phenomenon. And, you know, people have been doing this for a long, long time, even Kepler years ago in the 1600s came up with some uh, naturalistic ways of explaining what that star could have been. Uh, Johannes Kepler thought that uh, maybe it was a conjunction of Jupiter and Saturn, or maybe a conjunction of Jupiter and Venus, or maybe a supernova. Uh, There were lots of things that he had calculated that it could possibly be, trying to find a natural explanation for this celestial beacon that God used to bring the wise men from the East to come and worship the Christ child. Back in the year 2007, the attorney Frederick Larson produced a DVD that's entitled The Star of Bethlehem, and it's been very popular with many Christians since that time, especially around Christmas. Uh, Many churches have shown this uh, either to the whole congregation or in various Bible classes, and sometimes people are very convinced that he's come up with what the actual explanation would be. What Larson used was uh, the Starry Night software that can be run on many desktop computers, and it can go in the future or go back in time to show what the night sky might have looked like to observers at a certain point on Earth's surface using some sophisticated computer software there. And uh, he came up with the idea, again, that it would have been a conjunction with Jupiter and so forth, and how this would have been interpreted by people who thought, well, this was a sign for the Hebrews, and this would be a sign that the king was born. And it's kind of an elaborate uh, explanation that many people find convincing, except there's one problem. It doesn't really fit what the Bible says, <laughs> okay? So with any of these things, one has to be careful to say, before we go looking for a natural explanation for what is clearly a supernatural event as related in the Bible, you need to start with what the Bible says and let the Bible have the first and the final word on that. So when we go to Matthew chapter 2, that's the only place in the Bible where this is clearly recorded as a historical happening here, what happened uh, when our Savior was born. We read about in that in Matthew chapter 2, that uh, uh, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose, and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And assembling all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for so it is written by the prophet. And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who will, be, who will shepherd my people Israel." Then Herod summoned the wise men secretly and ascertained from them what time the star had appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word that I too may come and worship him. 
After listening to the king, they went on their way. And behold, the star that they had seen when it rose went before them until it came to rest over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. And going into the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. Then, opening their treasures, they offered him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. And being warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed to their own country by another way. And as the story continues, we hear that uh, Herod, when he was... uh, feeling like he was tricked by the wise men who did not return to him, he sent uh, men who killed all the male children in Bethlehem and in all that region who were two years old or under, according to the time that he had ascertained from the wise men. So uh, when we read that account and then compare with the Uh, very sophisticated explanations that astronomers and others have come up with, we realize that no natural uh, astronomical event actually fits in with that, because you can see a bright star or something that's a very bright light that appears in the sky, perhaps suddenly, like a supernova. It wasn't there before, but now all of a sudden you get to see it, or a conjunction, which happens in a way that is predictable, Uh, when one understands the apparent motions of the celestial bodies from the standpoint of people on the earth. But um, this is something clearly supernatural, that it got their attention, and they traveled then from lands in the east, came to Jerusalem looking for this newborn king, and that it appeared and brought them to the very house that it went before them uh, until it came to rest over the place where the child was. There's no naturalistic uh, event that would actually fit that. It had to clearly be a supernatural thing that God himself used in order to bring the wise men, not just in general to Israel, not just in general to Bethlehem, but to the very place where the child was. So when they found the child with Mary, his mother, they recognized this is the one. This is the newborn king. And, uh, you know, something else supernatural is that these men believed that this child really was the king, because he certainly didn't look like one from a human standpoint. And so it is for us, too. As Christians, when we read what God tells us here, we recognize it as God's supernatural intervention to bring these people who were Gentiles, not Jewish people, to come and worship this king of the Jews, who is also their savior and their king. And so we, too, not only at Christmas time, but also certainly especially at Epiphany when this text is read, uh, praise God that he has used the light of his word to bring us miraculously, supernaturally, to worship Jesus of Nazareth, Jesus the child of Mary, to be the true Son of God, the King of the Jews, and also our Savior and King. So in this holy season, where we praise God for the gift of Jesus, our Savior. We pray that people will not be deceived or misled by uh, convincing uh, DVDs and uh, shows at planetariums and things like this, but rather that they'll look to God's Word, which gives us the light of truth that leads us to Jesus, the light of the world. Would you lead us in a prayer? I would be happy to do so. Let us pray. O Christ, our true and only light, enlighten those who sit in night. Let those afar now hear your voice, and in your fold with us rejoice. Fill with the radiance of your grace the souls now lost in error's maze, 
enlighten those whose inmost minds some dark delusion haunts and blinds. O gently call those gone astray, that they may find the saving way. Let every conscience sore oppressed in you find peace and heavenly rest. Shine on the darkened and the cold, recall the wanders to your fold. Unite all those who walk apart, confirm the weak and doubting heart, that they with us may evermore such grace with wondering thanks adore, and endless praise to you be given by all your church in earth and heaven. Amen. Amen. Thanks so much for being on the program today, Pastor Worth. My pleasure. And we have our 12 Days of Christmas coming up, a a gift to our listeners. We'll celebrate for uh, 12 days of Christmas music. So our program will be heard next on Tuesday, January 10th. I look forward to talking to you then. I look forward to talking to you as well. Thanks for being with us and have a Merry Christmas. A blessed Christmas to you and your family too. We are the Messenger of Good News, KFUO Radio.